So I'm going to talk about the first four episodes of One Division that released. Um, just off the bat, I really liked the show, and honestly, I was on board after the first two episodes dropped. Also, I, if I told a few of you, I think I told a few people not to like start watching just yet. I told them to wait and binge. Um, I think it's kind of got to a point right this week with episode five, hopefully, that you can now catch up and just and just binge it because spoiler about it. You start coming in. It was a bit of a it was a start that I really enjoyed. It was a start that I knew that was probably going to be a bit slow for some people, so I did tell them not to not to start immediately. I'll just give you some time. But I think you can all get on board now. Um, yeah, so I'm going to talk about Wonder Vision for a bit, and when it gets to the spoiler area, I'm going to obviously let you guys know. So, obviously, through promotional materials, I kind of knew that Wonder and Vision were stuck in some sort of sick sitcom. But I don't think I was prepared for Wonder Vision the show to be a sitcom. At least in the first three episodes, it kind of identifies a sitcom. It starts off being a 50s sitcom, then a 60s, then a 70s. Um, I personally am someone who loves experimentation. I love just to see creators and writers and whatever just try different stuff and try weird stuff. Um, so I love that... It, a show or a company as comfortable as Marvel, where like, we're like okay, let's let's play around, and it it drastically and frankly, I think pulled off something quite quite different to what is normal, normal MCU fare. Like normal MCU fare, you're something big and bold, and this is very small and intimate. And plus, they decided to release the episodes weekly as opposed to obviously binge, which is a very daring plan. Well, I liked it. I like that you get to watch it weekly um i think disney plus is the kind of the best place for this kind of experimentation because i want incredible writers incredible directors and incredible actors to be able to experiment and do weird stuff and do good work and i think when you don't have the burden of like box office and chasing records and whatever you can do that so I want Wonder Vision to experiment. I want She-Hulk to experiment. I want Miss Marvel to experiment. Most especially, I want like Moon Knight to experiment. I want you to go weird, do weird shit, do do stuff that like that you couldn't do on the big screen because you thought you might lose viewers and lose box office tickets and stuff like that. I I don't think MCU should equal only like spectacle on large scale. I think just as I think everyone, every creator, I think you should be free to like. Tell whatever types of stories you want to tell in whatever medium you feel necessary. You know, just like normal comics. Um, yeah, and the last thing I'll the last last thing I'll say before I go into like the spoiler territory is that actors are so cool, man. Like the stuff Elizabeth Olsen, Paul Bettany, Catherine Han are doing in these first three episodes. It's it's so incredible. Like the way they talk, the way they they move their their facial expressions. They they are so perfect and attuned for like the sitcoms of the time they are portraying. And it's it's easy to forget that the job of acting is so intricate and so difficult. Like Paul Bettany is doing stuff that like Dick Van Dyke did, and like Elizabeth Olsen is doing stuff from from I Love Lucy. It's just it's just really really interesting, and I really like it. Just for anyone listening, this is the spoiler warning. We're going to go into a bit of spoiler. Not much, admittedly, because the fourth episode is really the first episode to really go into spoiler territory. But, um, I, I think it's like the halfway point of, of the show. So like now things are beginning to amp up and it's beginning to get quite interesting. Um, First of all, I think the casting of Deborah Jo Rupp is like, it's such a phenomenal casting. Because we associate her with being the mother in that 70s show. So we not only know her and link her with sitcoms, but we link her with like period sitcoms. So when she comes up in a 50s sitcom, we believe it, we accept it. And that's interesting. I think that was very good casting from from the Marvel Marvel side. And honestly, let's just, let's just talk about episode 4. Because episode 4 is really where the spoilers come out. And I think Marvel deciding to throw in Darcy, who's Kat Denning's character, Agent Wu, portrayed by Randall Park, and not one but two Rambo women. It's just like it's just Marvel showing sure off, to be honest. Like you just throw four characters that you believe, you expect people to already know from other films, and then you throw in Sword, which is so cool. Um, I think honestly, I'm probably in the select like niche of people who 
one love MCU stuff. We love I love I love the movies. I love what the MCU has done in the last thirteen years. But I'm also someone who incredibly loves TV, and I I can watch a fifties sitcom and a sixties sitcom, and and watching Paul Bettany, Elizabeth Olsen, Catherine Hahn, David Rupp, watching them do that for three episodes, which was enough for me. Like, I, if that was a TV show, I would watch it. If the TV show was entirely just Wonder Vision as a 60s comedy. I would watch that. I would enjoy that. But obviously, it's more. It's also an MCU movie. And then you get to see the whole aspect, aspect ratio changes and it comes an MCU TV show. So um, it's just this perfect combination of a lot of my interests. And it's, it's quite nice. I mean, Monica Rambeau being a product of, of the snap. You know, she, she disappeared when Thanos did the snap and then she came back. So like it's like, oh, okay. It's just a nice wrinkle to the story, and I'm very excited. I, I really hope this the last five episodes of the season kind of build up the groundwork that the first three episodes did, um, and hopefully it can like justify my, my interest in, in the show. I really like this show. I like. Let's just talk about Wonder Vision because here's the thing. Um, I think. I knew I was always going to like Wonder Vision, right? But I didn't know if it was always going to be good. <laughs> because here's the thing. You and I, especially you and I, we kind of, we we have a history of liking weird shows. So it's either we like Orphan Black, Preacher, shows that, shows that are just willing to be so fucking weird. So I knew I was going to like Wonder Vision. I just didn't know if it was going to be good. And I'm so happy it's good. I mean, it's Marvel, so, you know, 99% mm-hmm. chance I was going to like yeah. it. And I am 99% sure I'm in love with Elizabeth Olsen. And like, it's not starting today. It started from when I watched her in liberal arts. Yeah. And I was like, what yeah. is happening here? So like, it was, a, it was a win-win for me. And then the show decides to be fucking good. Yeah. It decides to yeah. be, you know, we're going to try all these, it like, you have to do it. We're going to try all these silly things. And like, we're going to pull it off perfectly. And like, all our actors are going to be on board. So... Guy. The actors, man. The actors just acted. Wonder Vision is like, it's like they made it for me. That's how I feel. I look forward to Fridays. I feel like that's how like, they made it for me. It's like, it's like it's 2003 all over again and I'm waiting for Charm to come up on series channel again. Oh, uh, how are you just going to go and recreate 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s like comedy sitcoms and just like have Paul Bettany be fucking hilarious and like Elizabeth right. Olsen be perfect and everything. Uh, they, yeah, killed I, like, they killed me with the with the the office play in the last episode. I was like, yeah, yeah. the office stroke Modern Family. And it's definitely like, Modern Family. Nah, but like the intro was the office. It made me all woman fuzz inside. Okay, well, oh, but Ayo thought was it the office? I thought it was happy endings because I actually haven't seen the office. No, it was the office. Da, na, 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 na. It was the office. Oh, but, you mean the song? Yeah, I was the, talking about the actual, like, yeah. the theme stroke, the title card sequence. I thought that was Happy Endings. Oh, right, yeah. So I think they, they just did everything, I guess. Yeah. yeah. That made me very happy. The way they've no really one, done it. Yeah. So, no one really references Happy Endings. Yeah. Which is sad. <laughs> Are we going to talk about Happy Endings? We should. Are we going to... An excellent show. Eulogize happy endings. Yeah, we should we should really eulogize happy endings from top to bottom. I've heard you guys, I've heard you guys like cry about happy endings for like the past seven years, nonstop. Like every seven years, it got cancelled. They took it from us, man. Like and it It was like New Girl season two, wasn't it? Yeah, gone too soon. Gone too soon. Pour one out for happy endings and limitless, man. Yeah, limitless. But they're they're all like all the happy endings guys have all gone on to do good stuff. Yeah. Or at yeah. least do stuff. <laughs> They've all been busy at the very least. So that's nice for them. Yeah. But yeah, Wonder Vision, man. Like, Wonder Vision is now the only show that after I watch it, I go and I'm trying to figure it out. Like, yeah. I'm trying to figure out all the Easter eggs that I missed. Yeah. And that kind of thing. Like, it's a show that rewards Multiple that kind rewards. of stuff. Yeah. yeah? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Enjoy it immensely. I actually don't do that. And it's, it's weird because normally I would, but I feel like I just want to just give me what you're going to give me. Whatever I can spot, I'm happy. Like when, like the kick-ass thing from last I knew that. In the, so I'm, happy oh, when I okay. catch, I'm happy when I catch that. You see, I didn't, I didn't catch that. Yeah. And I knew there was something there. So yeah, I went yeah, to look, yeah, up, yeah, the look for it yeah. after. But I'm just like, whatever you can just give, just give me the story the way you want to give it to me. Um, I'm sure there's a lot with, regarding Monica Rambo in like episode seven, her eyes and whatever she's probably becoming the superhero she's going to become. 
So that's interesting. It's just how do you think she got powers? They said the hex was the changing her on, on a molecular, molecular level. <laughs> and the babe, the babe, the babe just kept trying to jump in. She was always trying to enter. But um Yeah, I was like she was pushing it then like so it's like willpower. Yeah, but I definitely like I think Brie Larson's Captain Marvel, we had her voice there, we had her mom's voice, so like it's just and I think I don't know if she's in Doctor Strange. I know she, her next movie, I think her next movie is, is Captain Marvel 2. Mm. So she's obviously becoming a superhero. Which one comes out first, Captain Marvel 2 or Doctor Strange 2? Doctor Strange. Really? They're shooting that now in Fair. London with Elizabeth Olsen and Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, that makes sense. Because I watched an interview and she was like, yeah, she's been in London yeah. since January. But she's been locked down. Yeah. So they're actually so now, actually. They've been locked down. But yeah, that's what they're meant to be shooting now. Fair enough. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Directed by Sam Raimi, who directed the original Spider-Man trilogy. So that's interesting. Okay. Just, who wrote <laughs> because if he directed all three man I'm not sure I can trust him he did, well, the first who two wrote all good. three I don't know but the first two are very good what yeah do you but the third one that whole dancing thing everybody everybody has to be fair I think, I think the third one the thing about that is like the stories are like the studio just came in and we're like yeah we want we want this we want Sandman we want Symbiote we just just dis- destroyed his vision or whatever okay fair enough but okay. that's the story you can blame this but he did he did he did he did he did duck up which so is like, excellent you really can't you can't hold it. In. You can't say anything against him. But um, Wonder Vision, but you said something about how this was probably the weakest episode yes. of the season. Yes, which is a bit sad for me because I feel like this is the you know this is one of the well, one of the big reveal episodes that we're going to get mm. that it was Agatha all no, along, no. and I just feel like a lot of the style of, you know, the comedy that they were doing in this episode felt a bit flat for me. Um, which is sad because, and you you pointed this out, so maybe it is because, like, Modern Family is one of the shows I watched. Like, mm. I didn't watch any of those I Love Lucy kind of shows. Mm-hmm. So maybe I know what it's meant to be. So, like, looking at it being... It feels less fresh. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe it's that, or maybe I think... <laughs> I don't think the comedy was as well-placed as it could have been. I don't think there was room for comedy in this episode there because no, yeah. Wanda is destroyed and sad and is showing like it's having a physical manifestation and Vision is, you know, is having an identity crisis. Yeah. So like, I don't know, trying to infuse those moments with comedy in the way they did, which was mostly just camera work. I really loved camera work. Camera work was good. <laughs> like it was like, let's, let's go the, the modern family, the office yeah. kind of single cam camera work. I liked Vision's um, confessionals. I liked his confession. I liked him look at the camera yeah. like like Jim from The Office, and I just like, um, yeah. No, I I think I think yeah. To say it's the weakest episode is not. I personally don't. It's think, not a bad thing. It's not I a bad. Think, it's think, not an insult. It's like. But I think to say it's a bad episode is a stretch. No, it's not. A, it's yeah. not a bad episode. It's not a bad episode. It's the their weakest episode, but it's not a bad episode. No. Okay. Also, Victor, do you remember that? I, I was going to bring this up, but when the last trailer came out. Obviously, I already knew I was going to like this show. Mm-hmm. It's Marvel. They're trying weird <laughs> shit. Yes, please. I didn't want. I, I didn't want the trailer. Then Victor messages us and is like, "Have you guys watched the trailer? Yeah, it looks like hot shit." Both of us edit. Yeah, nobody nobody, no, nobody responded. It was like, "That's your business. We know what you watch. We know you're supposed to disturb you. Whatever you want to like, it's like <laughs> it's your business." <laughs> Victor is actually still watching the trailer. No, no, part of the money laundry scheme. No, it's still supposed no, to be CW. No, no. So the thing, the thing about it is that I already started. I can't stop. It's unfortunate. We all started. I don't know how you guys were able to detach, but um. Victor, you stop watching shows. What are you saying? You stop watching shows that were extremely bad. I mean, like the first, I I stopped Black Lightning because that was just that was just terrible, and I was trying. I was giving it a chance because black people, but they suck. <laughs> so I'm back to the white man. You're a crackhead for that because there's no way, there's no way Black Lightning is worse than The Flash now. There's no way. It wasn't. Because I watched Black Lightning as well. And by that time, I stopped watching The Flash. Nah, but like that that um, season two, episode one of Black Lightning was just, was just horrible. Um, I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to watch um, WandaVision. I can't remember what exactly changed my mind. Okay, I think it was when they dropped the teaser back to back with um, Captain America and Winter Soldier. It was when I announced I, I saw like what they were really 
mm. trying to do with Wonder Vision, and I was like, okay, okay, I think I'll give this a shot. Mm. But um, from the first two trailers, I was like, nah. I mean, the first trailer was like, it didn't tell us anything. I was like, yes, don't tell me anything. Yeah, because I have no like idea what we're going to do. I didn't know they were going to do house like try and do House of M or whatever. And like I've said it before on this podcast already, like I just like it when creators just are free to be creative and do whatever they want to do. And I'm like, I like that Wonder Vision is. I think it's, it's a hit, and I hope Disney's tracking as a hit because mm. it gives more guys just freedom to do something. Like Moon Knight is a weird character. Be weird with him. Miss Marvel is like a teenager who's Pakistani and a superhero. Don't make her the same way you made like Peter Parker. Like do different stuff. So um, I'm just I want it to be different. Like um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm excited for that because again, it's Marvel, and I look I like those guys. I've I've watched them for like what ten years. Yeah, Sebastian Stan was t- first Captain America ten years. But yeah. I'll be very surprised if that show surprises me. Like, I feel like I know what it's going to be. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to like what it's going to be, but it's going to be an espionage show with these guys in a body cop. They will fight like Winter Soldier. They will try to fight like Winter Soldier, but they probably won't, won't get that level because they don't have the Russo brothers. But um, Winter be, Soldier, best Marvel movie ever. Is that your stance? It's between Winter Soldier and Civil War. I know someone that's, that is full of Winter Soldier. It's me. <laughs> no, no, I know someone else. Like, he's like, he doesn't have between. He's like full of Winter yeah. Soldier. I think... And I, I can definitely see And he's going to be, uh, just for balance, he's going to be a uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier correspondent. He'll be the person talking about the show on, on this podcast. Just to, just to just jump in real quick. Yeah. Um, It's DC over Marvel. Okay, cool. I mean, you, when you leave this podcast, I, I feel like you're going to destroy every... Every I, ounce of credibility you ever had. Seriously, I don't, I don't want to get into a DC and Marvel debate because as someone who likes comic book and comic book i want everything to be good but i don't understand like how do we say it's dc over marvel like what are we using they've the not flash given us, now they've not the, flash given us flash. the flash is using the flash is using it's obvious because i want them to give us great stuff but they've not given us anything great come on banky titans after, oh, remember titans. how far did you go in titans i finished it I'm up to date. Are you going to watch the next season? Of course, I'm going to watch the next Why? season. Why? Because I think Titans are a lot of fun when they stop thinking about what they're trying but to they're do. But they're always thinking about what they're trying to do. Yeah. They so it's, be never, it's never fun. How long do you think it's dark? <laughs> How long into the third season do you think it's going to take before they say fuck? I'm not watching third season, but the first episode. <laughs> they're going to say ten, 10 minutes, maybe I say, even less. I say it's under five minutes before they go <laughs> something, something, fuck. Yeah, no. It's probably be Robin that'll say it as well. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not watching Titans. I think I'm done. But like I want give I want a great DC show. I'm excited for Suicide Squad to be on the, um, the James Gunn one because mm. I just feel like that could be good. Right? But like I, I can I don't think and it's my yes look I like Marvel but I like Marvel because they've given me good movies and good TV shows for the past thirteen years. Iron Man came out two thousand eight. Like so I can't if anyone says oh let's have an argument DC versus Marvel like what are you using to the argument? I'm just bringing mm. on comics and like yeah, the, the, the TV shows are better. Yeah, no, no, the TV shows are better. Animated TV shows like Harley Quinn, Young Justice. Like, Harley Quinn is incredible. I, I talked about it in this mm-hmm. podcast. I loved Harley Quinn. It's so good. But um, you, you're not going to use any of, like, the DCEU movies. Like, you're not, you're not gonna, the best one is Man of Steel. And even that was, like, I'm you think still not Man so... of Steel is better than Wonder Woman. Oh, okay. No, the first Wonder Woman. Okay. First Wonder Woman is the best one. Then Man of Steel. Have you guys seen the then, second like, one? Yeah, like Shazam and Aquaman. It's like, it's good. They're good. I haven't yet. Yes. Haven't. You have? Yes. I haven't seen it. Hot. <laughs> Hot. Doo-doo. I don't know how. Like, how? How did it do that? How I don't do it I don't understand. It's the it. same, exact it's, same creative team. How did, actually, how did it, it go it's so not, badly? It's not, it's not. I checked it. A woman directed it. I fucked it up. This is what happened. A woman directed the first. You know, I'm leaving that thing because you're you're mad. It's the same woman. Same woman. No, 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 no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. My bad. She wrote the second one. Was she wrote the? She she didn't write the first one. She directed. I'm pretty sure she wrote. No, no, no. I checked. I'm pretty sure she was the writing team for the first one. No, she wasn't part of the writing team. She only directed. She was. She wrote the second one though, and that's why we are where we are. You heard it here first. Victor hates Patty Jenkins. All all female writers. No, I should stick to what they're good at doing, directing. <laughs> directing. <laughs> How dare you put your pen? How dare you put your pen to paper? Who wants to hear your words? <laughs> yeah. Who are you, Emily Dickinson? <laughs> Speaking of Dickinson. I, 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 I wanted to bring that in for you. Yeah, talk about Dickinson. 
I think it's a lovely show and everybody should watch it. So Dickinson is on Apple TV Plus. It's a um, comedy. It is a that, comedy. But it also features Wiz Khalifa's death. Yeah. So, yeah, guys. In an um, incredible scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, shit. I think Victor may be right. Yeah, she wasn't involved. No, so she was we're just checking like, it story. out. And it doesn't look like Patty Jenkins was involved in writing the first Wonder Woman. Was she involved in the second one? Yes, she was. Oh, damn. He's right. He's got us there. <laughs> His first one, man. And okay, for, fine. Uh, so we leave uh, that uh, in, I guess. Ah, uh, two men. <laughs> Anywho. Um... Um, yeah, no, Wonder Vision. Look, Wonder Vision is, is a good show. I don't know how to, like... I'm, I'm, here's the thing. I, I know I can be elitist, right? But I think I've kind of earned that right in some regards. Like, you know how they say... Well, you you have put to, your hours in. <laughs> yeah, you know how they say you have to... It was 10,000 hours to become, yeah, to become yeah. perfect something. I've put in my 10,000 hours, right? Mm-hmm. So when people tweet something like, so I'm always, I'm always open. People can have different opinions on what, it, what, what is good and like what they don't really like and stuff. So what is slow? Fair enough. But when people just tweet something like, "Oh, Wonder Vision is a bad show," I'm just like, "No, you're just objectively wrong. Like there's just nothing. Like you can say, "Oh, it's not for you." You just say it's a bad show. I'm just like, okay, then I just you cannot we be can't saved. have the conversation. Yeah, it's just like there's nothing here because I just don't agree with you. There's still a rumor that there's still gonna be like a big cameo. So people think it might be Doctor Strange, which I don't really know if that's... I won't be that excited to see Doctor Strange and, and like, okay. Like, I'm more excited about, like, seeing Pietro from X-Men. From X-Men. Like, yeah, that's yeah. more... I don't know. Like, unless you're bringing Michael Fassbender to be Magneto. <laughs> like, <laughs> as her dad or whatever. Or as Pietro's dad. Maybe. But, like, he's Doctor Strange. Okay, that's like... It's probably Doctor It's the MCU. Like, that's not... That's not... She said it was, like, on par with Luke Skywalker in Mandalorian. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not Doctor Strange coming in. It's just like, yeah, I, I, I expect that because it's the MCU. You guys always are very incestuous. But yeah, <laughs> if you tell me it was even Peter's coming in, I'll be, I'll be fine with that, to be honest. But um, yeah, I, I'm excited for the last episode. Apparently, it might be an hour each, so that'll be interesting. I think, I think they're kind of done with, not done, but I think this episode, I think the reason it was kind of their weakest because they're kind of like leaving the whole sitcom thing. And now next episode is yeah. going to be full on Marvel. It's going to be, I think next episode is like a two-hour movie. Um, Do you think that they're going to have a big Defenders mashup thing in the TV show universe? With who? Like with Wanda, maybe Vision, if she keeps him alive somehow, um, Winter Soldier, Falcon, no, but Hawkeye, no, all these because guys. because these guys are going back to the movies. This is fair enough. There's no split <laughs> anymore. There's no TV and movie. Like, Wanda's going straight to Doctor Strange. To Doctor Strange, yeah. Um, um, Monica Rambo is going straight to Captain Marvel too. I think they do crossover in their shows though. I think that that should be done. It depends on like, look, Loki's show looks like it's happening everywhere else but Earth. So yeah. God knows where that's going to happen. Um, I I think Falcon and Winter Soldier was originally meant to air before Wonder Vision. Oh, so, okay. But obviously, um, COVID, so that will not work there. And I, I don't know any, if any of these shows are going to have a second season. Interesting, because God knows I don't know how they're going to do it. Like, would there be a second season for this show? I don't think it's a good for Falcon and Winter mm, Soldier. Mm. Um, Bucky, Sebastian Sam, they gave him like an 11 picture deal. I remember in 2011, so God knows what he has left. For, for <laughs> movies, Cap- Falcon is going to be Captain America. Obviously, Captain America is going to be in the movies. And I'm going to leave him on TV. Loki, Jesus, God knows what they have in store for that guy. Then they have like Moon Knight, the Hawkeye. TV show, Hawkeye with Haley Stanfield, your personal fave. Um, yeah, man, look, it's Marvel. At this point, they've bought my destiny whatever they do i'm on board i'm there day one but i track record most of the things they do are good some are bad but most are good i'm just like that's a good pattern average from me yeah i'm not looking for you to win oscars or emmys just entertain me like this is the show i'm looking forward to every week i'm looking forward to friday so i can this watch this is true so i yeah. can watch wonder vision and just enjoy it i watch i think i watch all the episodes twice really it's just, it's just fun the first few were like 20 minutes. I just watch it just like in the background. It's just fun. It's just nice. It's just like watching Paul Bettany be incredible. And a fun story. I think Paul Bettany says he got vision on the day when like a producer in Hollywood told him that he was done. So like some producer told him like, oh, you're done in Hollywood. You're never going to be cast again. And Paul Bettany was in a lot of like, he was in not, not minor roles, but also not lead roles, in a lot of good movies. Like mm-hmm. he was in Beautiful Mind. He was in Margin Call. He was in a lot of stuff. And then they're like, look, you're done in Hollywood. No one's going to cast you. So he said he was sitting down on the curb was like depressed and then like just reading calls him calls him and he's like oh how do you feel about being vision like from, and he's like oh shit 
I'm no longer just the voice. Oh, I've, yeah. I have a career now. And I look at what's and like, now he's doing this incredible stuff on WandaVision, just being a comedic actor. and just happy for him. Lizzie Olsen, incredible. Catherine Han, incredible. The kids. I like the kids this last episode. I know you oh, hate you hate kid actors. I, I generally hate kids. Ayo hates all kid actors. Hates Mateo from Jane the Virgin. The worst. <laughs> he was, he was, to be fair, he, he was a bad character. He was a very annoying character. Um, and I love babies. He just don't like how, in the group. Do you, how do you guys think the kids came about? That's even, are they even still around? They're going to tell us. As, as Angela removed them from existence, I'm just, what's happened next I don't even episode. want to think about it. Yeah, like, because, okay, I don't know having arguments about whether the, like, the kids will exist outside the hex. I don't yeah, think I don't they know. exist. I feel like, I don't, uh, but you know, it's like, you know when the boy kept saying he's hearing voices in his head, Um, there has mm-hmm. to be something there. Yeah, but I think his his power is to kind he of hear, yeah, hear minds and hear. St- I don't think she has that power. I don't know. Oh, That's like, what I'm saying. Really know it's like, how did he manifest that? Yeah, and then the other oh. one is quick, like his uncle. Yeah. So that's interesting because that's not his real uncle. But his but real I mean, uncle, his is, his also real also uncle is also quick. <laughs> Jinx. Um. Yeah. So we're back after. The last two episodes of One Division of Ed. We all kind of like this show as of episode seven. So I'm trying to do a hit a hit check to see if we are still on board. Ayo, are you? What are your thoughts on the show as a whole before we go into in depth? On the show as a whole, I think it's it wasn't what I expected Marvel's first, you know, like Disney Plus TV show to be. Mm-hmm. I think it was a lot more than I expected them to give us. I thought, I think probably what I thought it would be would be like an extension of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. stroke um, Agent Carter formula. Mm. But this turned out to be just a story of grief and like learning to live with that, which is not what I thought Marvel would do in their first foray into TV on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, actually, something I was going to talk about because a lot of the critics, criticisms of the show were like, it would have been better if Marvel started with a more marvel show as mm. the first show on Disney+. Plus. Like, Falcon and said it was meant to be the first show on Disney+. Plus, So they were like, that would have been obviously a safer option. It would have made more sense if that was the first show. And Looks then, more formulaic. Yeah, and it's very it's very straightforward and everything. And it's easier for non-Marvel fans to... Rather, it's easier for Marvel fans to just get into that mm-hmm. than Vision. But personally, I'm very happy that this was the first show. Same. I'm very happy this was the first show. What I'm so what I'm scared about is if the people that go from this to Falcon and the Winter Soldier, yeah, are they expecting more of this? Like, I hope not, because that doesn't make sense. But like, do they go? Okay, well, this is just a very straightforward spy show, and I'm not that interested. Because what this show has done is it has helped Wanda Maximoff's PR. Who her PR has blown Scarlet over <laughs> over this last what nine eight weeks like. Her PR is just like people. I'm seeing tweets of people that have never watched like any Marvel movie or anything. Just like they're all engrossed in Wonder Vision. Like people are involved in her story. Really? Like, yeah, people are like. I'm seeing people message me like like they describe her as like oh like they're feeling things for Wonder. Like they they're like in like normal TV, which is what TV does to you. Like you feel for the character. You're like you want them to be good. And like I see people describing yeah. Wonder as their baby. Like nobody left. Civil War or Age of Ultron or like Infinity War, like oh, I feel bad for Wonder. That's fair. Like enough. nobody, because she, to be fair, she did not have that much character development character, yeah. in any of those movies. But now, because she's had this TV show and people have worked through her grief with her, with her, and they've like experienced this whole show. We have people feel connected. We are like people are gonna go into Doctor Strange and like people are gonna go to Doctor Strange because looking she's for movie. her. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. And like, people, are gonna, people, I will. People, yeah, people know her story now because it's that's the, that's the good thing about tv isn't it like every if you can do it well every story kind of works better no well kind of you're more invested on tv because you have more time to spend with these characters and everything mm-hmm. victor what did you think um for me the show as a whole fell flat um i mean up until episode seven i was hyped as fuck and then you hyped me up even more saying we were with your lies. Only God knows where you got your intel from. Saying we were going to have two hour long episodes 
saying there was going to That's be a enough. big guest reveal. Well, not a big guest reveal, but like there's going to be like a major um, character, which had my hopes like up and shit. And I went into these two final episodes like, okay, yeah, this is about the bomb. Then um, episode eight came out. This shit was 40 minutes long. Episode eight was really good. And then the finale came out, another 14 minute long episode. And I don't know, it episode nine didn't do it for me. Um, I, I finished it and I. What did you want, Victor? This I was expecting. I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting, but I don't know. This, this just didn't do it for me. All in all, a good show. Like, I'll, I'll give it that. But, um,. Yeah, the finale just fell. It was it, was, it didn't do it for me. Okay, so a good show, but then you think the the ending wasn't as climatic as you were expecting it to be. That actually leads into a question I wanted to ask. When you're going into it, I don't know if you've thought about this because people just watch TV to watch TV, not necessarily thinking about something like this. But when you're going into a finale, are you looking for epicness or tying up of loose ends? I guess both. I guess both. So I'll give you your honor. It tied up loose ends, and then there was also that. <laughs> there was also what? There was also that what? You need to cut. You need to cut that. Don't cut this shit. You need to cut your laugh, man. <laughs> nah, man. Talk your shit, bro. So what talk your shit. They gave us the honor. Gave us the honor. This one, I'm gonna fuck it up. They are not tied up loose ends, and then it did what? They are not tied up loose ends, and then there was also that that um, element of wow, shit, damn, wow, and kept me on the edge of my seat. Yeah, but it was stupid. It was bad. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder Vision. They just started fighting, and I'm like, I guess another Marvel movie then. Fair enough. Now that's that's interesting. This is why. This is why. This is why it's different oh Marvel because. There was no substance. That's it. Jesus. That's a fair point. Go Somewhere on. within all that rambling and, and rubbishness, you made a fair point. Yes. Which is that it's just another Marvel movie, right? But it was, my, my point was that was inevitable, mm-hmm. wasn't it? It was always going to be a Marvel movie eventually. Like, they gave us eight episodes of... Not a Marvel of movie. just breaking down every single fourth wall and doing weird things. Like, eventually, it had to be a fight, didn't they? Because that's what people are coming for. But then you said you want something epic. What's more epic than a Marvel movie? That one, I wanted Doctor Strange to come and then Wanda will now kill yeah. Doctor Strange and then take his powers and some some bad like that. But hey, what about you? What what do you look for? Mostly for me, it's tying up loose ends. Like I like I like things to be a closed loop. Mm-hmm. Like I like the plot to move, mm-hmm. and if you can tie things together, then that makes like that takes your show to a different level for me. Yeah, like Hero Season One. Everyone's connected in the end. Like, Watchmen finale. Exactly. Because I thought about because the way people have built up finales mm-hmm. in recent time, and it's like you're almost expecting something that hasn't happened in the first nine or ten episodes to happen in this finale, like something bigger, something more explosive. And I, I don't know where that came from because obviously the obvious answer will be Game of Thrones, but it's not because Game of Thrones' big thing was always episode nine. And so 10 was always much quieter. Yeah, but there was always a big thing, right? Like, towards the end of the season, there's always a, you know, there's a big... A cliffhanger. No, a cliffhanger, but a big moment that people talk about. So, the wildfire, what was the name of that, that green fire thing that they did? That was episode 9. The battle. That was, exactly. Yeah. That was episode 9. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Towards the end of the season, yeah. there's always, like, a big moment that people will talk about okay. going on. So, I think, <laughs> I think Game of Thrones might be part of the problem. Here. Yeah, but... It's not in the finale. I mean, like, because people okay, always mean. expect something more in the finale, no matter what are you giving them. Yeah. Because I think this finale does a very good job of tying up loose ends. Yes. Another criticism of the show was that, just very much like MCU stuff, is that you get the feeling that it's it's not its own story. It's part of the MCU. That mm-hmm. like, no matter what happens, there's going to be a continuation. Be continuity, yeah. Or it could be changed in the next movie or TV show and everything. And, and for me, that kind of, most times, that gives me a sense of safety. Because I was thinking about it. Because earlier this week, normally when a show is coming to an end that you like, you're like, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, that's, that's mm-hmm. over. But this week I was like, oh, it's over. But like, I'm going to see her again. Soon. Like maybe this year. I don't know when Dr. Strange comes. I'm going to see her later this year. So for me, 
I like that fact that it feels like it feels like a Marvel movie and everything. But this this finale ends. If we never see Scarlet Witch again, this is a good end to her story. Like obviously, like every any story that ends abruptly, there's there's you feel like there's more to be said. Mm-hmm. But like you don't feel you don't go up thinking, well, like that was just weird. Like, yeah. Why did it end yeah. there? Like okay, I, I, I don't know. So I, I, take your point. I think it works as a season of television. I think it's it ends like a season of television. Definitely, I think they've they've proven that the lessons that were to be learned from their previous forays into TV, they've learned them. I think. Yeah, I mean, like that's a whole other kind of worms I don't know if we can open because like that whole TV, like Kevin Feige was never involved in those TV shows. Mm-hmm. There was this whole civil war between Marvel TV and Marvel movies. Like that's just. The whole thing. But, I mean, he did say something nice. The other day when somebody was like, um, why do you think, like, WandaVision is doing so well and your other Marvel TV shows didn't do so well? And it was like, I think fans of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage would, would um, argue with you on that point. Notably, he didn't mention Iron Fist because he knows that nobody, it was bad. nobody's a fan of Iron <laughs> Fist. Um, Apart from Victor. Yeah, because we know Victor's taste. That's on me for expecting anything more. Um, so, yeah. Don't know how much more they could have given you, bro. But that's fair enough. If if you were let down, um, you're entitled to feel that way. We don't want to. We don't. We don't want to um, disregard your feelings. Mm. Your feelings are valid. They are valid. Don't worry. It's a safe space. Um, <laughs> I haven't done because I literally just watched episodes. I haven't really done any research and stuff but I mean most likely it's Sam Jackson Nick Fury that called Monica Rambo why not the other because um... he's on Earth isn't he well you mean Ben Madison's character mm-hmm. Talos I think his name is because yeah. he's on Earth he's prisoner's Nick Fury Nick Fury is in space oh remember fair. end of That's Spider-Man true. Far From Home Nick Fury is in space so I'm assuming and that's why she's going to be I wish it's going to be in Captain Marvel too. Um, I don't know what's going on. I, I'm assuming that it's just Scarlet with practicing her magic mm-hmm. in that end yeah, scene. that's what I thought was happening. Yeah. Like um, she's using her magic self to read. Maybe she's astral projecting and reading, but then... So, so it's both it's her. It's her yeah. Like both are, both are her. Yeah, both are she's her. She's experiencing both things. And then the, the kids... Are calling out to her. From where? That's what I'm about to ask. That's probably my first there. In it, you think Marvel is bringing in Mephisto? You think Marvel is bringing in the literal devil? <laughs> Isn't that the whole storyline? I mean, that he kidnaps yeah, the kid. Yeah, but are they gonna go that far? At this point, they might as well bring him in. Yeah, so they'll be they'll be dark. Have nothing else to like do. your like a DC, like a DC shows, <laughs> like dark that. and gritty. That's 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 what Marvel is missing out. All these bright shine. No wonder you wanted. No wonder you wanted one hour. One hour show. You're always gonna watch Zack Snyder's four hour movie. Trash. Um, I'm gonna watch it though. I'm just gonna watch the Snyder. Oh no! I'm there. In one life and direct front row. Um, in one one sitting, one sitting. I I think I should watch it, but I don't know how I'm gonna watch it. Four hours. Jesus. A cheeky Saturday night, Friday night stuff. Ten to two. People were complaining about the Irishman. It was I haven't hours. watched The Irishman because it's three hours, but then like it's like mob stuff now. Anyway. Like <laughs> it's not Batman. <laughs> I watched Batman. <laughs> I watched Batman for four hours, bro. I'm not gonna watch. Um, I thought they were calling from. It could be Mephisto. I don't know who's holding, yeah, it, but I thought they're calling from a different universe. Mm, interesting. So I, thought, I thought it was her project of hearing from the, like, multiverse. the, the multiverse. Yes, that's actually you're probably right. Actually, I don't think it's the. I don't think it's the ones we know. Have you guys seen the second Wonder Woman? I haven't yet. Yes. Haven't. You have? Yes. I haven't seen it. Hot. <laughs> Hot. Do-do. I don't know how... Like, uh, how? How did it do that? How I don't do I don't understand It's the it. same... Exact same creative team. How did it go it's so bad? It's not. It's not. I checked it. A woman directed it and fucked it up. This is what happened. A woman directed the first You're not one. leaving that it's thing the because same, you're, you're mad. It's the same woman. It's the same woman. No, 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 no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. My bad. She wrote the second one. Was she wrote the she shouldn't she write the first one? She wrote I'm pretty sure she wrote no 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 I checked I'm it. She, she was wrote, part of the writing no, no, no. team for the first one. No, she wasn't part of the writing team, she only directed. She was she wrote the second one though. And that's why we are where we are. 
You heard it here first. Victor hates Patty Jenkins. All, all female writers. No, <laughs> should stick to what they're good at doing, directing. <laughs> directing. How dare you put your pen? How dare you put your pen to paper? Who wants to hear your words? <laughs> Who are you, Emily Dickinson? <laughs> Speaking of Dickinson. Yeah, talk about Dickinson. I think it's a lovely show and everybody should watch it. So Dickinson is on Apple TV Plus. It's a um, comedy. It is a but, comedy. But also features with Khalifa's death. Yeah. So, yeah, guys. In an um, incredible scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, she, I think Victor may be right. Yeah, she wasn't involved. No, so she was we're just involved, checking like, it story. out. And it doesn't look like Patty Jenkins was involved in writing the first Wonder Woman. Was she involved mm-hmm. in the second one? Yes, she was. Oh, damn. He's right. He's got us now. It's first one, man. And okay, for, fine. Uh, so we leave uh, that uh, in, I guess. Uh, two men. <laughs> Jeff Jones, who is going through a lot of stress right now. <laughs> Why? Oh, he's part of the whole, um, you know, the guy that did Cyborg. The Whedon guy? Yeah, yeah. He's so part the, of the whole Whedon thing? Yeah, so they said, like, Jeff Jones and somebody else were, like, enabling Whedon's negative. Now that's been, that been a hard thing for me to, to, to take. Really? Just Whedon. Why? Really person. Why? Because I really liked him. Him? Yeah, Avengers. And I liked him as well. Really? Yeah. Oh, why? So, this I don't want this to sound... I, I probably won't put it in the final episode. But just reading is part of the reason I became a feminist. Is this going to be one of these your Jennifer Lawrence comments? I don't know. You don't ask the question. I didn't expect the question to come up. Okay, fair enough. But it was... So, this is like... um, This is my awakening. Go ahead. Or whatever. So, like 2012, 2013. As late. You have not been a feminist for more than 10 years. Damn. I wasn't was in Loyola. Right on, G. Was that feminist? How was that? I didn't know what feminism was in Loyola. Yeah, I've been a feminist since Loyola. Did Loyola. you know what feminism was? <laughs> I knew it in my bones. I'm 100% sure I that. knew it in my bones. <laughs> I was breathing it. And it wasn't like the main reason, but like it was one of the, I was reading and trying to listen to a lot. And I just listened to um, Emma Watson's He For She speech, which mm-hmm. is another speech that was like ingrained in my head. And then some feminist group was giving just reading an, an award, which. <laughs> I'm sure they're hoping nobody remembers now. And I watched his speech, and it was a very good speech to me at the time. Looking back now, it was kind of a problematic speech. I, I don't know what he was saying. But Josh Whedon was everybody was like, oh, Josh Whedon's a feminist. Oh, okay. he writes female characters. Buffy writes good female characters. And I was like, oh, okay. And I said, he was one of the people that were like, oh, let me get to know what feminism was. And it was kind of like my entry into feminism. Man. So finding out that he's secretly a dickhead is just like, is oh. it? A friend of mine tweeted once, it was like, every white man would disappoint you. And like that's just it, man. Every white man would disappoint you. What about every black man? Look at Peter Florig. <laughs> Peter Florig. Shout out to Baba, who has an incredible tweet that I go back to every two months. When I die, I want Peter Florig to lower me into the grave. So that he so that he lets me down one final time. <laughs> Random shout yeah. out to Baba. Incredible tweet. Um Peter Florig, man. But every white man would see what, see what, see what just Timbalik is doing now. <laughs> I, I read that Justin Timberlake story about how he kicked Sean Paul out of the studio. Oh, yeah, so Incredible. It cannot, it cannot be true. Sean Paul said it. This is live. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, because I saw the tweet about the yeah, big yeah, clubhouse, yeah. right? Clubhouse, so I now yeah. went and checked it. There is an Instagram live video of Sean Paul relaying that story. So he's just a terrible person. He might be a dickhead. He's just a terrible person. Which is, yeah, another, another white man that was part of my awakening. Like, Justified was the first album I bought and I was in love with Justin Timberlake and then you know he changed the scene with future sex love sounds and like everything was just social network in my head. he was in social so network good in social network so good <laughs> my favorite movie of all time and but oh. then you know when he started doing all this like you know I'm a man of the woods kind of stuff I was like hmm. yeah no I don't believe that album that one didn't exist I'm just like yeah, album to me was maybe part two. he's an idiot maybe like maybe Oh, every white man would just let you down, man. Every it is single what it is. Stress. Okay, let's talk about episode eight. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about episode eight. I want to talk about it first, but I didn't know Victor had so many things to unpack <laughs> about the finale. Um, and I feel like those are not Victor's real feelings, but I feel like he's been influenced by the reaction to his comments in our la- in the last clip we posted. Um, three or so episodes ago, and now he just felt like he had to go, go ultra. Hey man, I don't give a fuck about you and your friends. I don't care about what you you all have to say. But my friends, Victor was your friend. Was <laughs> my friend. We were friends. Your friend. <laughs> um. So episode eight obviously is when 
Wanda basically experiences all her trauma. Um, Victor, I know you respond particularly to trauma being shown on TV. Did you have any reactions to this episode? Okay, I really liked episode eight because um, it showed us basically her origin story is what episode eight was. Uh-huh. With regards to trauma, and I don't like trauma TV. Um, disability shows, trauma shows. I think some of that. That's not. That's but, um, not true, bro. That's you, I feel true. like you've like you like you, trauma shows a lot. You love all these shows about people working through their trauma. That's your. Why are you? I don't understand. I love them too. Why are you? Yeah, you, why are, you argue. You I don't understand. Like that kind of stuff. Like Boj- Bojack, Bojack exactly what Like what are you talking mind. about? Why are you lying? It's me that's not turned on by that stuff. Okay, touche. Um, I do like trauma shows. Yeah, so yeah, you don't necessarily respond to TV characters living through their trauma because for some reason you're perfect and you don't have any trauma. Because woo, okay. <laughs> Um, wow, sorry, I had a good childhood. <laughs> well, I'm sorry that everybody else is messed up and has to work through their own trauma. Um, what did episode eight? Did episode eight do anything for you? I loved it. I think it was such a good juxtaposition. Well, not a juxtaposition, but like it was helping us understand because it's kind of it's a weird thing, right? That this is her, this is the manifestation of her grief mm. that she's in this idyllic, like. 40s, 50s, 60s, like sitcoms and then playing them out. So that helped draw like a very good line through. Oh, so you understand why she's... Exactly. And that's what I really liked. And then there was like, it was really good writing and there's some really good moments Mm. as they were building that. I just, I I thought it was was wonderful. I don't think the show has been expansive as it was in that episode. Mm. Because we get to see her in so many different situations and understand how she got... To this point and i think the whole story of her going to look for vision mm-hmm. and then finding him and then going back to the plot of land that he bought for them and then that killing her oh god heartbreaking mm-hmm. and then like her being the one that created vision from within herself mm-hmm. i did not see coming neither did i but I then like, i expected Ooh. it though I, I expected it to happen because i was like hmm. the fact that you can make all these kids and then they have powers it's just like Ugh. But yeah, man, episode eight was, I thought it was excellent. I think it is the best episode of the show. and Probably. Maybe that's what episode one. I wish really, there were more TV shows that did that kind of stuff. But like, that's for me. It's for... What kind of stuff? It really ties everything together. So yeah, but what kind of stuff are you talking about? Tying everything together. Oh. <laughs> like, like going deep into their psyche and bringing out, okay, these are all the moments that like, it literally lays them out for you. Like, these are the moments that got us to this point. Yeah. I've always used TV mm-hmm. as escapism, right? It, it. I felt like it resonated. I, I not, I'm not necessarily used TV to process my grief. I haven't done that yet. But like, it's when I was younger, I used TV just to escape mm-hmm. and watch other people. And somehow, that watching that TV was kind of what influenced me that oh, I wanted to be a lawyer. a lawyer. Even though looking back, it was that I wanted to be an actor. Mm-hmm. But all the shows I was watching were law shows. I thought I wanted to be a lawyer. Why did you think you wanted to be a cop? Weren't you watching, like, police shows? No, I wasn't law shows. Wow. So I was looking at watching, like, Boston Legal. Mm-hmm. I was watching um, Ali McBeal. That's what I was about to say, Ali McBeal. Yeah. So I was not watching cop shows. I was not watching law and all that. Right. I was watching law shows. So I thought, oh, and my mom was a lawyer, so I thought I wanted to be a lawyer. But then, if you years later, I realized it was, it was the acting I was drawn to. But then, as I grew up, maybe, like, we're talking about, like, 17 to 22, 23, I started using the shows more as, it was not fantasy escapism like it was when I was younger. Mm-hmm. It was just escapism. I didn't want to think about what was going on in the world. I was literally escaping my problems and that was what I was doing. And then obviously then the, the third stage for me was I was using TV just as fantasy escapism again. So I was escaping real life problems but I was also fantasizing about being in those shows and being a writer for mm-hmm. that show, being mm-hmm. an actor for that show. So it was, it was a co- combination of the first two stages and everything. So, yeah, I, I really sympathize or empathize with one that just always watching sitcoms. Just like every time she has a problem, just go and watch something. Either I was to escape and forget about what's going on outside or just to be there. And mm-hmm. that makes sense because, again... You were doing the same. Yeah. Yeah, personally, I, I really loved WandaVision. I loved that people came on board. Mm-hmm. It was literally trending. 
every week from but, but the first like two three weeks it wasn't yeah and then all of a sudden it was just like exactly and then i'm seeing people tweet and people are like people were in love with it. some people were in love with this show like oh. if you see if you see speaking of love elizabeth olsen what a freaking performance of love. let's just she's listen, sick let's just, what was that last episode that, that last the last five minutes before the, the baby act i'm all in i'm all in she on the act that last segment where obviously um, they're saying goodbye to the kids, they're saying goodbye to each other. It was it was look, it was affecting. It did its job. It's well done. That yeah, it, it it I'm not even gonna lie. It it did it did do its job, man. I was almost teary eyed. I was like, damn, not these niggas, not these other niggas. Like, I... yeah, look, look, this is. I think it was an acting masterclass from Elizabeth Olsen, from Paul Bettany, from Catherine Han. I think they just like they, they did. I don't think you can talk about this show without praising their performances. Yeah. Do you think they're going to get any awards buzz? <laughs> as a bit, as a bit hopeful, <laughs> I, I, I'll be, uh, I can't even say I'll be very surprised. I, I, nah. Nah. As well also for the Emmy, bro. Nah. <laughs> uh, for limited? Uh, for the Emmy. <laughs> I mean, look. For the Emmy. Do you remember how we're campaigning for Tat? <laughs> for years. Yeah, but Tat was like, she had four or five seasons which she finally got to. Like, yeah, she was yeah, only yeah. going to have one season. But she should have got in the first season. Um, that's Tatiana Maslany of Orphan Black. Who is going to be She-Hulk? Yeah, I saw that. So that's interesting. We'll see what, I, we'll see what, I, what goes there. Um, it, Dama, what are your final thoughts on on the show? Are you looking forward to see Wanda in Doctor Strange 2? Are you looking forward to The Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Yeah. Um, so final thoughts. Like I said, I really enjoyed it. Um, I am looking forward to see the Scarlet Witch in Doctor Strange. You know, I'm I'm all geared up for um um Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, when does that start? Two weeks. Yeah, not next week. The week after. Yeah, so I can't wait to start the Falcon and Winter Soldier and see what that is about. Although. I guess we already know what it's going to be about, but um, I'm excited still. Um, and yeah, also, for you DC haters, The Flash is back and it's better than ever. So there's that too. Um, they, they, they added money to their budget. <laughs> um, hey, are you? I'm sad that it's ending. Mm. Like, And it said it was a series finale, right? So mm-hmm. there's no season two. They're not doing no plans on the season two. So yeah, man, I'm sad that we're not going to spend time with these characters weekly anymore. Yeah. yeah. I'm happy that she's a better character now. Definitely. She's more rounded and she has more fans. I'm hopeful that that works for the Falcon as well. Bucky's weird. I think Bucky kind of has a universal he approval rating. He does. But people don't... But no. People don't talk about it. Yeah, but like, like, people like... We just like him. People like Bucky. Yeah.